like to take your Bible and go to the book of Luke, if you would, please. The book of Luke, the 22nd chapter, verse 7 to 12. Amen. One of the reasons we don't not having back-to-back services, it gives Diane time to sanitize the whole church, sanitize every place where we've been today. She can sanitize it before we come back. So we're trying to, to do the best we can to keep it safe for you, secure for you. Amen. Okay. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Then came the day of the unleavened bread, when the Passover must be killed. He sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare us the Passover that we may eat. And they said unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare? And he said unto him, Behold, when you enter into the city, there shall be a meet you, a man will meet you, bearing a pitcher of water. Follow him unto the house wherein he enters. And he shall say unto thee, Good man of the house, the master saith unto thee, Where is the guest chambers? Where shall I eat the Passover with my disciples? He shall show you a large upper room furnished, and there make ready. Jesus was going to eat with them for the last time before his crucifixion. He is the sacrificial lamb for the world. He is the one that would take away the sins of all the world. Solomon dedicated his temple. Thousands and thousands of lambs and bulls were sacrificed. But none of them had the power to take away the blood, I mean, take away the sins of the world. But one man came, one lamb, perfect lamb. His blood cleanses all people of their sins. We must always remember, even though it's promised in the Bible, it's not received until there's some faith applied. We received the promises of God by faith. It said the day had come for the sacrificial lamb to be killed. And he knew that. And he was on his way. The blood take away all your sin. We'll be reading some of those scriptures. It is one of the most important aspects in our lives. To have the blood applied to our spiritual man our inward man, that the blood will cover, take away all your sins and make you a new creature. Many, many years ago, David Wilkerson plastered a church in Texas at a thriving church. And God called him and said, I want you to go to New York City. I want you to go to Times Square and I want you to build a church there. 
There where he met Nika Cruz, at that time one of the most notorious gangsters in New York City. He was feared by the New York Police Department. They hardly dared to go into his territory because he was such a killer. But when Nicky Cruz met David Wilkerson, that's where you get the cross and the switchblade. But when Nicky Cruz, the most notorious gangster in New York City, met the blood of the cross, oh, he was changed forever. When the blood is applied to your spiritual heart, I guarantee you're going to be changed forever it changed him forever what the police was afeard to do one meeting at the cross with the blood Sister Sue shared a wonderful story about a man getting saved in a duck blind what kind of life he had but I tell you when you meet Jesus and you get the blood it changed his life forever. Forever. Just recently, on the picture of a Christian magazine, stood Nicky Cruz and David Wilkerson. Both of them, between their years, has won over 80,000 people to Christ Jesus. Our main purpose of the church and Christian is to win souls. That's our number one responsibility is to win souls. And the blood of Jesus changed that man's life forever. How many of the blood of Jesus has changed your life forever? When you meet the blood that come from the cross, you will be changed. Jesus' shed blood frees us from all of our sins. All of our sins. We've been changed because the blood is there. When Jesus gave the disciples a cup of wine, he said to drink. He was signifying that his blood would be spilled. And that blood would cleanse, Brother Don, men of all their sins. Oh, how precious is the blood of Jesus. Brother Don mentioned back Going back the old ways, he wasn't talking about going to the horse and buggy day. He was talking about going back to the old ways of the Bible. The old ways, the blood of Jesus is a necessity for you to live free from sin. I said it's a necessity for the blood to be applied to our hearts by faith to live free from sin. Oh, the blood has made us free. The blood of Christ was shed on the cross and has freed us. Was freed us. When the blood is applied to our life, it will cleanse us from sin. And it will give us the power to completely destroy every bondage that Satan tries to put on our lives. The blood does the work. Romans 3 said there's none righteous. No, not one. Not one righteous person on this earth. A man came to Jesus said, What must I be 
do to be saved, good master? He said, why calleth me good? There's none good. No, not one, but God. The only righteous that we have is his righteousness. Through the blood that has been applied to our spirit. That's the only righteous. You see any good in any people, it's not them. It's the righteousness of Jesus Christ shed blood in their life that has cleansed their life from sin and made them new creatures in Christ. Whom the Lord has set free is free indeed. You feel freedom, you can thank the blood of Jesus. He takes the worst kind of sin and makes it white as snow. No longer must we reason or remain in bondage and sickness and disease and poverty. Jesus came to make man free. How many are glad you're free? You've been freed, but not what we did, but what he did. He said you can't make a hair black or white. You can't make a statue one inch. Many years I've never understood that. You cannot do anything that brings any glory to God through the flesh. It's got to be through the Spirit. He shed his blood willingly. Many men, Paul said, would die for a good man, but not one would die for a sinner but Jesus. How many know that we was all born in sin and shaped within iniquity? Jared was coming in and locking the doors this morning. He was just whistling. Someone asked him, said, you happy? He said, I got a right to be happy. I got a right to sing. Maybe not just those words. Because what God has done for me, I got a song in my heart. How many got a song in your heart this morning? What God has done in your life. Oh, if we just look, see what God has kept us from. What he's kept us from. There's power in the blood of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus. There's wonderful working power. Hallelujah. When I see the blood, the Old Testament says on the lintel of the doorpost, but in the New Testament, you've got to see the blood on your heart. Inward man. He said, when I see the blood, Satan cannot come and enter your house. He cannot come in and spoil your goods. Our goods is not our automobile, and our goods are not our lawnmower. Our goods is not the earthly thing we possess. That's just temporary. It's, got, it's going to be here temporary. It's going to wear out. That, that's not your goods. Your goods is the peace. Somebody ought to say amen. Is your joy and your gladness and your thanksgiving. What he's saying, Satan can't come into your house, into this spiritual house, and spoil what I have given you. He cannot take from you what I have given you. Because not only I gave you joy and peace and gladness and thanksgiving, I put the blood on your life. When Satan sees that blood, hallelujah, he cannot enter in your spiritual house and steal and take away from you what God has given you. He's no match to God, but he can chew me up and spit me out. I found that out. But he can't handle my master, my shepherd, the one that shed his blood my life a few years ago David Wilkins was killed in a head on crash in Texas 
So that tells you, oh, glory to God. I want to enlighten you this morning, okay? It's all right to put a sign on your house. This house is covered by the blood of Jesus. But it will not keep the devil out. Now, I'm not speaking contrary. I'm talking about he can come in and steal your house. He can clean you out while you're here at this church. But he can't come into your spiritual house, Brother James, and steal what God has put in there. Because it's covered by the blood. When Satan tries to come into your spiritual house, he sees the blood of Jesus is applied to your heart. He cannot come in there because the blood is greater than what he is. The only thing that's going to go to heaven is this spirit. This flesh is not going to go. It's not going to go. I'm going to get me a new body. How many are going to get you a new body? Brother Clayton's knees are wore out. He's needing some new knees. I don't know when he's going to get some, but I know this. But when he slips off up to heaven, he won't have that old body no more. Oh, that old body not going up there, and that old body not coming out of that grave. But I tell you what's coming out of that grave is that blood-bought soul of yours washed from all sins as white as snow. It'll come up out of there and join the body just like Jesus Christ's body. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. He does what nothing else can do. He will not, the Bible said in the book of Exodus that he will not suffer the destroyer to come into your house. He's not talking about your physical house. We must separate, rightly divide the word of God and put it where it goes. We've been redeemed by the blood of a lamb, a perfect lamb. No guile was found in his mouth, none. He was persecuted like no man has ever been persecuted on this earth. He was tempted in all points like any man could be tempted, but yet without sin, so he could free us from sin. Free us from sin. Hebrews 11, 28. By faith Moses kept the Passover. And God told Moses, said, now listen, I want you to keep this Passover all through the wilderness. When you get in Canaan's land, you tell your people to keep the Passover. To keep the Passover. We are today charged by Jesus Christ in the scriptures to keep the sacrificial Passover. That's communion. We're to keep that. I tell you, there's people that takes communion every day. But he said, as often as you do it, do it in remembrance of me. Do it and remember what I've done for you. We find this in Romans. I'm having a little trouble with my earpiece today. It won't stay in its place. Romans 16, 26 says, keep the Passover. Keep the Passover. Keep the Passover with the obedience of faith. Believe when you keeping the Passover by faith, the blood of Jesus is renewed in your heart. 
How many know the Bible says you have the mind of Christ? Huh? But have you ever noticed and read in there, said you've got to renew your mind daily? That's a mystery to me. If you've got the mind of Christ and he's up here in this mind, how come he has to be renewed daily? That's what it says. You've got to renew your mind daily. And it also says your spirit's got to be renewed daily. He said, keep the Passover, my obedience of faith. Faith is one of the greatest articles in this Bible for Christian living. By faith. It pleased God in the fullness of time. And by the foolishness of slaying a lamb and sprinkled blood to save us. To the carnal mind, that don't make no sense, does it? How can the blood make your sins as red like crimson, as white as snow? And another thing, he never remembers your sin against you again. When you're born again and you have the blood applied to your heart, whatever sin we've done is never remembered against us again. Paul said, forgetting the things in the past and moving into the future. Israel acted on the word of Moses. And the New Testament tells us to act on the word of Jesus. At the Mount Transfiguration, there was a voice from heaven. said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Hear him. And we find here that we're to keep the Passover of the blood of the Lamb by obedience of faith by faith Hebrews 9 and 12 says he went once and for all in the holies of holies with his own blood and everlasting releasing for us now when he went back to heaven he took his own blood with him that he might release us from bondage he might keep us where the wicked one will touch us not. Hello? Now that don't mean he, the wicked one can't touch your goods, your earthly goods. Huh? Now I believe you ought to pray over everything. I believe that. And I do that. But still, some of my stuff gets messed up. Now there's a mowing the other day and it just sputtered a few times and quit. I cranked it up. It sputtered a few times and quit. I thought, well, ain't no need doing that no more. I don't know how many things we've had in the last few weeks to go wrong in our house. Just quit. It won't run. And I believe in the blood of Jesus. But it's not going to keep your earthly stuff from breaking down. I don't care how much you pray over it, plead the blood over it. That's not what it's all. I'm trying to give you some enlightening. You plead the blood over your life, spiritual life. That lawnmower, whatever you got is going wrong, is temporal. But what you have is eternal. And it can't be ruined by no powers of the darkness of hell. Hallelujah. Did not he say, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. Wherever you go, I'm with you always even to the end of the earth. The power of the blood of Jesus applied to our heart cleanses our evil conscience. 
You know, the blood of Jesus keeps you from thinking evil things. What's the little monkey? I see no evil and what? I hear no evil and what? If you don't see no evil and hear no evil, you won't be speaking no evil. But the blood of Jesus, he said, has cleansed us of our conscience of evil. The blood of Jesus. Hebrews 13 and 12 said, Jesus also suffered that he might sanctify his people. Means sanctified means to set apart by his own blood. Somebody ought to say amen. We didn't have nothing to do with this. Hmm? How many know you didn't have nothing to do with being saved? You say, well, I did. No, you didn't. You did not have no desire for Christ until he came to you. The Bible said no man has ever sought Christ. No man on this earth has ever sought Christ. You say, well, I did. No, you didn't until the Spirit of God came to you. When the Spirit of God came to you, you began to seek Christ. Without him coming to us, we would never come to him. I'm amazed at the scriptures. If I be lifted up, I will do what? Do what? Say it out loud. All men. Not if we're lifted up, but if he's lifted up. If we're lifted up. I forgot the numbers, Brother Don Megerson, but you might have to remind me. Since this crisis is started, Jimmy Swagger's church, you said the other day, had gained, what, 170-something people? And what about their tithe and offering? Huh? Weekly. 170-something people weekly. And their tithes and offerings is greater now than it had for the last 10 years or 20 years. 10 years. You say, what, what's that got to do with anything? Don't let the crisis of this going on to affect our confidence and our trust in God that the blood of Jesus has cleansed us from all of our sin. Let's believe God for the supernatural abundant power of God in the midst of the crisis that's in our lives. I mean, believe too, this too is going to come to pass. Because it's the blood of Jesus that's cleansed us from all of our sins. He's keeping us free. Keeping us free. It says in Hebrews 9 and 12, Christ, by his own blood, entered in once and for all under the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Who redeemed us? For eternity, Christ has. And how did he do it? The shedding of his own blood. That he's made us free. That he's made us free. And not only he made you free, he's able to keep you free. The scripture said, unless the Lord builds a house, we labor in vain. Unless the Lord keeps the house, we labor in vain. So he put his spirit in here to keep this house. He put his blood in here to keep us, to keep us. Hebrews 9, 14, How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through his eternal spirit, offered himself without spot to God and to purge your conscience? What gives us a clean, pure conscience with Christ is the blood of Jesus, is the blood of Jesus. Whom the Lord has set free. I'm going to tell you, when the Lord sets your spirit free, you're free. You're free. See, the blood 
of the Spirit, what it says right there, the blood of the Spirit, ever bears testimony together with us. His Spirit bears testimony that we're His and that He's freed us. Jesus manifested His life through the blood and the Spirit in our life. He manifested it in our lives. 2 Corinthians 4 and 11 said, The life of Jesus also be manifested in your life. The same power that raised Jesus from the grave is manifested in this life. It's inside of us. And the blood of Jesus and the Spirit is working in us mightily. Mightily. He does not slumber, nor does he sleep. He does not grow weary. He does not get tired. Now, Jesus got tired on this earth because we know he had to go rest. But he's a living creature in us today. 1 John 5 and 8 said, There are three that beareth witness in earth. There's three that beareth witness in earth. The Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three agree in one. In other words, these three are one. The water, the spirit. The Bible said you're washed by the word. This word not only can wash you, it cleanses you. And not only that, it keeps you. He keeps us daily. Daily he keeps us. Ephesians 1 and 3 says, In him, Jesus, also were sealed with the Holy Ghost. Now in Him, He sealed us with the Holy Ghost. How many know that you belong to Jesus? Once you become a Christian, you give up all your rights. Hmm? That's one thing for us in a democratic world is hard to understand. But when we learn to give up our rights... Because what Christ has done for us, he exalts the humble, those that gives up. Unless a grain of corn falls in the crown and dies, it lives alone. But if it dies, it comes forth. That grain of corn is Jesus. He's come up out of the ground to reproduce his very life inside of us. What would DNA was in Jesus is where? In us. They tell us every seed, every plant, every tree has a DNA. And every tree's seed will bear after what? Its own kind. What Jesus intended to do with his blood, his spirit, and the washing of the water in our life to bring forth us an exact image of the Lord Jesus Christ while we're here on this earth. That we might be a vessel pleasing unto him. Isaiah 10, 27 says, It shall come to pass in that day the blood and the spirit that, is burdened, um, that your burden will be taken away from them and off your shoulder and his yoke from off your neck and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil. Jesus come to free us. Hmm? 
All that are burdened, heavy laden, do what? Come unto me and I'll do what? He's not talking to sinners. Who's he talking to? Huh? Me? I don't know about you, but I get burdened down sometimes. I get frustrated sometimes. I get aggravated sometimes. I have to go to Jesus. He's the source of my power. As the song says today, He's our very source of life, Jesus. There is no life outside of Jesus. He said the burden, the yoke, everything off your shoulder will be taken away because of the anointing oil, because of the Spirit, because of Christ inside of us. It's joy unspeakable, isn't it? It's full of glory. The wonderful blessings of Christ. They just can't be explained. The Bible said in like 1 John 5 and 8, said these three bear record in heaven, and they agree in one, I mean in earth, they agree in one. The Bible said in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let it be accomplished. So let it be accomplished that the blood of Jesus and his spirit lives inside of us to keep the enemy from coming in and spoiling. It's not our goods, it's his goods. Amen. I would go far as to say there's every person in this building, if you knew the devil was going to come and break in your house this afternoon at 5 o'clock, now I want somebody to tell me where, you, where would you be Huh? But you know not what hour the thief cometh. He's not talking about a thief coming and breaking in your house there. Not what he's talking about. He, he said, if you knew what hour the thief's coming, no man would allow his, suffer his house to be broken into. He's not talking about the natural man and your natural house. He's talking about your spiritual man. If you knew the book of man was going to come and try to break in your house this afternoon, your spiritual house, I guarantee you'd be ready for him, right? You'd be ready for him. You've got to be ready at all times. Because we know not what hour the devil will try to come and break into our house. Now, he'll leave you alone for a little while. I mean, he's have several months of just sort of floating along. And then all of a sudden, it seemed like somebody pulled a rug out under you. That's what they did with Jesus. The devil left him for three months, left him for a season. But then he come back. Thank God we've got a guarding angel. We've got the blood of Jesus. We've got the Holy Spirit inside of us. He's the keeper of the house. He keeps the house. Zechariah 3 and 1 said there's a fountain open for sin and uncleanliness. Oh, there's a fountain of the blood of Jesus that's open that cleanses, Brother Michael, of our sins and keeps us from uncleanliness. He frees us. He frees us. The power. I'm going to close with this from Peggy's grandmother was at home and called Dr. Nichols to come she was very low. He got there and he examined her and he said, I wouldn't, wouldn't do nothing for her. I wouldn't give her no shot. She's sitting up on the side of the bed. And she said, take my shoes off. I'm going to lay down. I'm going to go home. 
She said, I found the secret. It's in the blood. She laid down and went to singing. I don't remember the song. Was it, you remember the song, Peggy? Could have been there's power, power, wonderful work and power in the blood. She was not afraid of death. Death had no hold of her. It had a hold of that natural body, but there was a spirit in there that was free. The blood of Jesus had set her free. I found the secret. It's in the blood. I'm fixing to go home. God bless you for being here today. We won't ask you to come to be prayed for. Brother Don's already did that, which that's a good thing. But it's important to be prayed. And I, I know you're praying, but not only we're plagued with a virus, but we're plagued with things in the church. Darla's got cancer. Mayanna is losing her eyesight. Lynn Williams will go under surgery Wednesday. Replacement of heart valve in his heart. Let's pray for our own people. Mention their name before the Lord daily and believe the Lord will do a miracle in their lives. He's a miracle working God. He changes things. I believe somebody told Starla the other day, I think she's been told twice, that God is really with you. How many believe that God is with you? You may be having a crisis in your life, but God is with you. So God bless you for being here today. You're dismissed in the Lord, and we'll see some of you Wednesday night. God bless you.